Let's tap into your existing power. Have you been seeking permission from others to live your life? Well, it's time. So go ahead, release the seatbelt that's been holding you back, and set yourself free. Welcome to Recipe for Growth. I'm Lauren Leibowitz, and today you're going to receive your very own permission slip to design and explore who you want to be, and we're also going to bake a sweet and tarty dessert your palate will love. I know you're probably already wondering what could that possibly be. Well, we're going to whet your appetite for some gluten-free lemon bars. Just so you know, Recipe for Growth is a risk-free space, so feel free to cozy up, make yourself comfortable, and let down your guard because we're in this together, and together we're going to go on this amazing journey of accessing the permission slip you need to be your best self. And so the baking of our sweet and tarty gluten-free lemon bars will help give you a test drive in using your permission slip to just let go. It will be easy and effortless and keep repeating that it is so. Because when you believe, and I got your back on this, it will be. And we'll go through the ride together. Now let's get messy and play. We're here in the kitchen making gluten-free and dairy-free lemon bars. And you're going to say, what? But be patient because it's going to be spectacular. So what you see in front of you is my 8 by 8 inch baking pan. And we're going to put this gluten-free crust, which is made from coconut flour and almond flour and some maple syrup and coconut oil. We're going to pop that into the oven for about 15 minutes to get that nice and golden. We're about to make the filling for our lemon bars. So here is our lemon zest and we're going to use four eggs at room temperature along with three tablespoons of tapioca pudding. Tapioca pudding. Oh my god, do I love tapioca pudding? That's a childhood memory. Tapioca flour and about a half a cup of either honey or maple syrup. I've chosen to use maple syrup, and we're gonna whisk this deliciousness into this bowl here, and that will be our filling. Golden, look at that. All right, we're gonna throw that on top of the crust and let that bake for about 20 to 25 minutes. So we'll see you on the other side. Here's an interesting question I wanna ask you. Do you have personal needs which aren't being met? I often think of that, especially since I'm going through some recipe for growth on my own. Now is the time to use that permission slip. Think of it this way. Striving to reach one's potential is always a worthy goal. You matter. So discovering who you are, what your needs are, and how to craft the best blueprint, the best plan, because a plan is necessary. It is required for any outcome that you want in your life. It all begins with permission to allow yourself to begin the necessary steps to make that outcome a reality. So you ask yourself, how does one begin? That's a very good question. Mm. 
sometimes this inner dialogue just happens to take place. If you're really listening and you're asking the questions, you will kind of help guide yourself through this step-by-step process. I'm sure you've heard so many concepts about being present, being mindful, staying in the moment. And it's really all true because each step we take will help propel the next step and the next step without really wondering what that result will be. And that's what giving oneself permission is really all about, is not focusing on the outcome. It's just enjoying that moment-to-moment journey of what unfolds and then making your next move, making the next best decision based on that step. So the question we just asked, how does one begin to give yourself permission? An example might be participating in more self-expansion activities each day. Now, examples of self-expansion include learning uh, a language. I'm a Francophile myself. Taking a class like arts and crafts or whatever else makes your little heart sing. Got to listen to your little heart singing. That is a big key. Or perhaps dipping your toe into a new hobby, such as cooking. And these types of activities increase your knowledge and sense of self. And also, more frequent self-expansion is linked to greater feelings of competence. Competence, to me, is on the same par as power. Confidence, competence, knowing that you're prepared and skilled to face or to tackle the next big project. The information that I just mentioned is based on a 21-day study, according to Psychology Today. And it sounds like a wonderful beginning for you and for me. Let's face it, fear can be our greatest enemy and our greatest foe at the same time. You don't have to live in fear of being your best self, because let's face it, you already are your best self, you just don't realize it yet. So try to stop allowing your inner unresolved conflicts to hold you back. It's not the person you see in the mirror every morning, every afternoon, every evening who can give you your permission, but it's that person inside of you, that little you, the younger you, that adorable you, who has unresolved issues and needs. So let's not waste another moment and let's begin to address the wants, needs, and desires yearning inside us. A friend of mine who's going through a very similar experience asked me if we could hold hands through this process that she was going through. And she said she wanted to hold hands because she felt that she was not alone. What I shared with her about my own experience made her feel that she wasn't alone, that she had a partner in crime, so to speak, that together we're stronger, we're more powerful, and we can access the courage necessary to take these tentative steps forward. I'm offering my hand to you. So let's hold hands because we are in this together. Why is it that in spite of our best resolve, we don't do the very things we need to do to free ourselves to act? I know for me, fear that we talked about earlier is a big component. My mother dictated and controlled me most of my life. I just kind of woke up to all of that recently. Her influences ranged from choosing my wardrobe and how I dressed, picking out my clothes and telling me what to wear, and how to please a man and find a husband. 
didn't leave much room for self-growth or the permission to be who I was becoming. It has taken me over 40 years to realize this, so I'm putting a halt to it right now. So enough is enough, and it's now time to give that freedom to me. I don't know how you feel about freedom. Do you have your freedom? Are you allowing others to dictate to you how you should live? So when faced with this conundrum of wanting freedom, giving yourself permission to do things, what do you need to do to change the scenario? Well, for me, emancipation sits on the top of my list. I was in my late 20s when my husband, who I was dating at the time, recommended Dr. Susan Forward's book, Toxic Parents. The title alone (laughs) will tell you what that book is all about. And the book radically changed my life. I read the book on a vacation in Hawaii, and I began to highlight practically everything in that book from the first page. My mother's name was everywhere. So I thought it would be best that I buy an additional book and I highlighted it and gave it to my mother. I also bought a second book, highlighted it, and gave it to my brother. (laughs) Oh my goodness! This is where my confrontation with my mother began. And it was also the beginning of giving myself the necessary permission, the journey on the road to independence. And I have never looked back. The information in Dr. Forward's book made me realize I wasn't taking charge of my own life and that was something that needed to change. Why do we even look to others for permission? I know perhaps we need to be validated. Like who doesn't? It's all part of the human condition to some degree. You want to know that what you do matters and means something to someone. But why do we look to others for permission? Sometimes we need external reassurance on the big things in life, and sometimes it's just for trivial things in life. However, no matter the size of the permission slip, you're still seeking outside of yourself, and it's an unhealthy habit to fall into, so we have to be mindful of that. By looking outside of yourself for that gold stamp of approval, you're voluntarily choosing to give away your power and live your life according to someone else's rules. Not exactly an e-ticket ride. It's unfortunate that we live in a society where it is ingrained in us to seek outside approval. So it's going to take a mindful practice of time and commitment to unlearn and reprogram this belief. And you can do it. It's just practice, practice, practice. So why is it that in spite of our best resolve, we don't do the very things we need to do to free ourselves to act? A.W. Doi says... Better to step outside your comfort zone and feel the breeze of unease on your face than always cuddle next to the warm fire of home. Permission is not worrying about the outcome. In order to affect change or to get anything we want in our lives, whether it's a new job or a new home or anything, we have to sometimes step outside of what's comfortable for us because otherwise we're just repeating a similar pattern and we're not getting anywhere. And that's really insanity. When you continue to do the same behavior and want a different outcome, that is insanity. And if that is repeated often enough, it will drive you nuts. And that's why this permission slip is so valuable because it's giving you that permission to stop the insanity and to start looking at yourself, your life, what you want, because life is short. And it's about having fun and exploring and enjoying yourself. Just have some fun and see what happens. 
That is why the gluten-free lemon bars are the perfect pairing for this topic because I don't need permission to make them. I'm just going to do it and have some fun. Whatever the outcome is, the outcome is. And like any good recipe, even a recipe for growth, you need the right ingredients to be who you want to be. And they need time to simmer, to marinate, to blossom, to grow. And it's just such a wonderful discovery when you can give just your time to explore yourself. So I'm going to let you simmer on that. And uh, we're going to head back to the kitchen and see how our delicious gluten-free lemon bars are doing. Well, we're back in the kitchen. I'm about to dig into this. So here we go. Let's go and enjoy this together. Oh, wow. That's really good. So please go to the show notes and you'll find this recipe along with all the other delicious things we're baking in the kitchen. I'll see you back in the studio. I didn't have an outcome. I was playful and just allowed the lemon bars to do their thing, as I say. I wish you could see and taste these delicious tarty lemon bars, but you'll see some photos of the lemon bars in the show notes at recipeforgrowthshow.com. I'm going to enjoy with a cup of coffee, uh, maybe invite a friend over to share in my permission slip gluten-free lemon bars. It's so lemony, tarty. It's just delicious and very simple. You're going to be a hero at a party with your family in under 30 minutes. So give it a whirl. So simple and so easy to make. Kind of like giving yourself permission to live your life your way, finally. You matter. The rest of whatever frightens us will melt away when we say yes to giving ourselves permission. Permission and gluten-free lemon bars never tasted so good. Thank you for listening to Recipe for Growth and for joining me today. Please go to recipeforgrowthshow.com and check out the show notes. You will see the recipe for the gluten-free lemon bars and some exciting photos of the play in the kitchen. Also, would love to hear from you, so email me at hello at recipeforgrowthshow.com. Remember, keep an open mind and an open heart, and I'll see you next time at the table.